This episode is powered by Poddex. Poddex are unique interview questions and episode starting prompts in the palm of your hand. So whether you're a new podcaster or existing broadcaster looking to grow your audience and have more meaningful conversations, you're going to want to check out Poddex. Now, if you want to get 10% off your order right now, you can go to poddex.com and type in coupon code, what's the code? Larry21. Yes, that's the code. Check out poddex.com. Take your podcast to the next level. Welcome to the Talkin' Texas Rangers podcast, where we dive into the latest rumors and news surrounding Texas Rangers baseball. Welcome to the Talkin' Texas Rangers podcast. I'm your host, Larry East. And on today's episode, we're diving into the latest news and headlines from around Globe Life Field. But first, we'd like to thank our sponsor, Game time. If you're looking to find your next Texas Rangers tickets, check out Game Time today. Use the link in our description and help support the show with your purchase. And now on to our first topic. The Tony Beasley era of Texas Rangers baseball is off to a great start. The Rangers were able to take the series from the first place Minnesota Twins up north this past weekend. And then they were also able to split the series against the Colorado Rockies by running up the score. The Rangers also broke some records this week as they brought out the bats in Denver. And now, let's dive into today's Who's Hot, Who's Not weekly report. First off, Idolis Garcia. Idolis Garcia hit blackjack in Colorado on Wednesday, and I'll tell you why. Early in in the game, he got a hit, extending his hitting streak to 21 straight games. He's also the first player in the major leagues to reach 20 home runs and 20 stolen bases this season. He also crushed one the other day against the Twins. This is why he is the first player on the Who's Hot list this week. Don't worry, I haven't forgotten about the Daniel Lowe, who did just as well as Garcia. And with that, we go right into Nathaniel Lowe. The reason why he's on this list this week is he is crushing baseballs and getting us runs. If I'm the Rangers, I'm making sure to get him locked down to an extension this winter. Lowe and Josh John can split time at first base next season. And of course, speaking of Josh, he's next on our Who's Hot list. He is literally extremely close to being called up to the majors. He just hit his sixth home run in 12 games since coming back from his surgery at the beginning of the season. Just call him at this point. What else does he have to prove down in AAA? Like the time is now. And now Jack Leiter. Another game, another highlight reel. That is the motto of Jack down in Frisco on Wednesday. He tied his season-high strikeout record with eight strikeouts against the Wichita Wind Surge, the AA affiliate of the Minnesota Twins. He still needs to work on his walk ratio that is still high. I think if he does well the remainder of the season and in his spring training, he could be in round rock to start the season next year. And next up, Kohei Arihara. He's basically fighting for another invite to the Texas Rangers spring training in March. 
On Sunday, he pitched one of his better games with the Rangers, shutting out the Twins through six innings and only allowing four hits. I'd actually like to see him get invited back to spring training next season if he continues to pitch like this for the remainder of the season. It would be nice to have a pitcher like him in case if our starter were to get hurt and have to leave the game early. And sadly, like we do every week, we got to take a look at who's not hot. And our sole member on this list is Jared Goder. You're definitely wondering why our AA manager is the only one who's the who's not hot list this week. The reason why he's on the bottom is the way he handled Jack Leiter this season. I saw Jack pitch on Wednesday. He had a bases loaded situation and they yanked Leiter after walking the first batter. Leiter is probably going to see more of these bases loaded scenarios in the majors. I know he was around 90 pitches, which is over his limit. You could tell Leiter wasn't happy when he walked out to the mound to change pitchers. Godert needs to let Leiter learn how to get out of the inning with bases loaded. The minor leagues are for prospects to learn about different scenarios, which they might face in the majors later on the road. You can't keep yanking them out of the game if they give up a run or two. And one last thing before I wrap up the weekly report this week. Adrian Beltre Bobblehead Day is this Saturday, so go check him out. And of course, please be civil when standing in line and waiting to get in and receive your bobblehead. The first 15,000 fans will get one, so there are plenty of them. Don't start any fights in the parking lot. It's not hockey season just yet. And so tomorrow, the Rangers start a home series against the Houston Astros. It'll be a two-day or two-game series. And now on to our next topic. Dallas Kuchel definitely had a disaster during his debut. When Dallas Kuchel signed a minor league deal with the Rangers and headed off on an assignment at AAA Round Rock, he was on a mission to get back to being himself on the baseball field. Texas signed Dallas on July 26th after he was designated for assignment by the D-backs six days earlier. Over 12 starts in 2022, the veteran has posted an 8.53 ERA between the White Sox and Arizona. The Dallas Kuchel of 2022 is a far cry from the 2015 American League Cy Young Award winner with the Astros. So after two and a half seasons with the White Sox and half of 22 with the D-backs, the lefty still wants to show he can still pound the zone with elite command and athleticism on the mound. He said on Friday that he felt like he was able to start fresh and learn about himself during his short time in Round Rock. Despite a fresh outlook, his debut with the Rangers on Saturday night didn't go as planned. In fact, he went about as well as his other 12 big league starts this season. He pitched five and one-third innings, allowing 11 hits, seven earned runs, as Texas fell on 11-2 to the Tigers at Club Life Field. He notched just one strikeout as Tigers hit consistently barreled balls with Dallas's velocity not even touching 90 miles an hour. While he did pound the zone, he didn't, fe- he didn't fool Detroit and wasn't able to get hitters off balance. Interim manager Tony Beasley noted that it felt like Kuchel had a hard time hitting some of his spots, which hit, led excuse me, to him leaving balls over the heart of the plate. Even so, it also felt like every ball that was hit, even softly, found a hole. The lefty added that he felt like the movement of his pitches was where he wanted it and where it was during his time with AAA Round Rock. 
when he allowed just six runs over 23 in a third inning before his call-up. Dallas said he felt like it was good jumping off point for him with the Rangers as he hopes to finish the 2020 season, 2022 season strong before he hits free agency. The Rangers offense didn't add much on the other side of the ball. Texas went one for eight with runners at scoring position and stranding seven on base as the offense struggled throughout the night to get anything going. Beasley pointed to two line drive double plays, one in the first inning and one in the sixth that thwarted potential rallies when the game was still within reach. They were good tonight, Beasley said, of Detroit's pitchers. We had a few chances. Mayotte smoked that ball in the sixth right into the shift, playing right at second base. There's not much we can do about that. We've been swinging the bat well. We've been grinding out at bats. Hitting comes and goes. It's not going to be something that we're going to do every night as far as scoring six, seven, eight runs. The score got kind of lopsided, and the momentum was on their side all night. That's just how baseball goes sometimes. And now, before we move on to our next topic, uh, hit the thumbs up button if you like our video. Subscribe to the channel for even more Texas Rangers content. And now, taking a look at Sunday's game. The Texas Rangers scored eight runs, but the Tigers scored nine runs. How to go for the Rangers this weekend? After trailing 9-0 through the top of the sixth, the Rangers scored the next eight runs, including six in the final two innings, but they were left one run short. The story of the 2022 Texas Rangers really is their one-run loss. Our player in the game was Corey Seager. He hit a couple of dingers. It's 27th and 28th on the year, which is a new career high for him. Meanwhile, Adolis Garcia drew two walks, but did not have a hit to snap his hitting streak at 23 games. Like we said, up next, the Rangers have a day off today before they welcome the Astros to Arlington for the final time in 2022. Let us know in the comment section below, who do you have winning this series against the Astros? Will it be the Rangers or will the Astros take it? And now, finally, we gotta say happy birthday to a very special Rangers legend, Buddy Bell. Today, August 27th, 2022, is the 71st birthday of former Texas Rangers legend Buddy Bell. Bell was inducted into the Texas Rangers Hall of Fame in 2004 as part of the second-year group of inductees. Many have argued that Bell should have been given more consideration for the National Baseball Hall of Fame. Unfortunately for him, he happened to be playing at the same time as arguably the best two-third basemen of all time, Mike Schmidt and George Brett. The Hall of Fame voters have historically been tough on third baseman, so when he stacked up third at the position in his era, it made it an uphill battle. Not playing on winning teams and being part of a small market club throughout his career didn't help his career either. Buddy was a defensive first player. While a member of the Rangers, he won all of his six Gold Glove awards in consecutive years, from 1979 to 1984. He was also a four-time All-Star during those years in Arlington to go along with his All-Star selection in 1973. Bell ranks 16th all-time in F4 for third baseman with 61.7. Over the span of his 18 years in the big leagues, he played in 2,400 games and 10,000 plate appearances, hitting 201 home runs, had a batting line of 279, 341, 406, 
and an OPS plus of 109. To say that Bell was a contact hitter would definitely be an understatement. Even with all those plate appearances throughout his career, he boasted a minuscule 7.8% strikeout rate to go along with his 8.4% walk rate. He went up to the plate swinging and rarely did he miss. He didn't have a ton of power, but he does have 2,500 hits to his name. Playing the game hard was Bell's style. His defensive skills are one to be studied and emulated, and many a player today would be well served to at least take his approach at the plate as they get down in the count. Buddy Bell is celebrating his 71st birthday today. We should all celebrate one of the best players to don the Texas Rangers uniform. There are still plenty of Buddy fans out there. Because... Thanks for the memories, Buddy, and Rangers fans everywhere. Wish you a very happy birthday. And that's all we got for this episode of this Talking Texas Rangers podcast. If you want to support the show, buy us a coffee at buymeacoffee.com slash ttrangers. Your support helps the channel grow, upgrade our equipment, bring in new hosts, and be able to pay them. And as always, thank you so much for watching and listening. We will see you next This has been the Talkin' Texas Rangers podcast. Let us know your thoughts on the topics we covered by tweeting us at TalkinTXRangers or liking us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash Rangers. As always, thank you for listening and go Rangers.